betting on me was the only option to have a better um, life, a, a, a legacy, um, something to leave my kids more than, you You're know, pregnant? just. Pregnant? <laughs> Don't follow me up. What? Don't follow me up. Don't. Why would you? Say? Don't follow me. Man, Disclaimer: please. No, no, I'm not pregnant. No, I'm not Don't follow me. You shouldn't even have to say that. Don't follow me. Why would you? Right, you shouldn't even answer that, baby. We, what? Like you get? Oh my god! He gets so out of the way. I mean, oh my god! When this episode come out, we're gonna have so many women that's Jesus. gonna be like, I think oh. up to the point, Matthew said. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Matthew, and welcome to the Glass House Podcast. This is Jarikus. What's up, good people? What's up, everybody? It's Keenan. And we are so excited for you guys to be joining us for another spectacular episode of the Glass House Podcast. Boy, do we have a treat for you all today. We are, what they say in church, pecan glad. I like that word. That was real churchy. We are pecan glad that you guys have decided to join us for another episode. Uh, thus far, season three, I think, has been one of the best seasons that we've done. Particularly, we just got started on it, but I think we've spent a lot of time intentionally talking from our first couple episodes about self-development and getting better and better. Uh, so in the vein of that, I want to quickly catch up with everybody really quickly. So Keenan, what's up? What's going on in your life? What's up in your world besides your new lapel mic? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All is well. Um, I am still trying to do the work of the Lord. Wait um, a minute. What? <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, all is well, man. We've been doing great. Uh, I started back with my Sunday night Bible studies that What's I kind of almost got beat up for for not doing for a while. Um, but that's been going great, right? I thought it was made for, well, we intentionally uh, made it for young adults. But then I had a lady hit me up today that's about 70 years old who wanted to join in and listen. So, hey, we, we accepting all ages. But all is well, man. We're doing good. How you guys doing? Man, that's exciting. That's exciting. We're glad to hear it, Pastor. Uh, <laughs> Collins, what's going on, Mr. Yale? Hey, what's up, peeps? I'm doing well. It's good to... Tell the people about your new uh, mic. Don't try to smile and that like you hey, have a new mic. Hey, like, what hey. is wrong? They can hey, hear hey, it. Hey, I probably hey, do. You keep sweating. What's yeah. up, B? What's going on? Go ahead. What's going on? I'm, 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 you know, I'm drinking my water. Mine and my business got my new mic. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a really, it's a really good week Um, on a Monday, Monday night. Um, It's good to have Shirai here, but I, I am, I'm wonderful. Um, Classes start this week. My final semester, um, discerning and... Uh, getting ready to get up out of here on this uh, piece of the journey. Yeah, uh, it's been a great three years, so I'm just excited. I'm, I'm stoked. Um, I did some uh, preparing to start writing this thesis on uh, Dr. Gertrude Stacks, as many of you know. Uh, yes, Stacks was a traveling oh! uh, evangelist. I I do <laughs> and so, if if the Lord allows me to, <laughs> the creek don't rise. In May, her 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 name will always be in the annals of history at Yale University. Wow, that's amazing! That's amazing! That's, amazing. Amazing. that's awesome! Seriously, thanks, guys. That's, uh, that's amazing. That's, you, you make us proud. I tell people all the time, I got a friend oh, to go to Thank Yale. You, man, I love yeah, you. Know, I, don't, I don't go to Yale. Can't get in, but you know, I got a friend. Hey, to go to I got a friend. I, I got a friend that's there, and that's all that matters. I got me a coffee cup, cuz. I got me a coffee cup, cuz. I be drinking out of. 
thinking I got me a yoga. Anyways, folks, we are so glad. As always, before we get into this episode, seriously, guys, all jokes aside, we are so excited about today. Uh, We've got a special guest. Uh, I told her before we started that uh, we've been talking about her for the last two seasons, uh, and I just never reached out. But uh, we've been talking about it for the last two seasons to get her on. So we're really, really, really excited about this. Today, we're going to be talking about creativity and callings and purpose and things of that nature. I think it's essentially important that all of us who do share in the ministry light, uh, we embrace the anointing of being ambidextrous. I think that God hasn't just called us to one thing, but he's called us to many things. It's not a matter of this or that. It's a matter of this and that. And that's what I want to spend this next episode talking about for those of you guys who are listening, those of you guys who are entrepreneurs, to you who are ministry leaders, to you guys who are even desiring to off to operate in the next season of your life. I do believe it's going to be from people who aren't afraid to step out and people who haven't been afraid to step out. And so that's what this episode is all about. We're, we're hopefully going to be inspired to leave with the fact that God has gifted and given us the fortitude to be able to do what he's put in our hands. Somebody say amen. And I feel like preaching and they don't Amen. invite me much. But yeah, he's doing what's <laughs> that, that God will literally use our hands to bless our life. And so that's what we want to talk about. So Collins is going to give a brief introduction of our special guest today. And how they say in them holiness churches, we're going to turn her loose. I love turn her loose. Do I need hey, to put one of my sounds this is, this on? Is, I, hey, 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 sound. this is not your holiness church. Right. Well, remember, really remember, 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 I, mean, I left he's the real, holiness church. I mean, remember, he, I mean he's real holiness. <laughs> but, I'm going to leave that right there. But the next episode, I'll be, don't worry about I'm, it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm, he's I'm, holy I'm tonight. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I didn't even put all that. I give myself a hand clap. I didn't do that. I didn't do you like that. For the pettiness. For the pettiness. For the pettiness. That was Keenan. No, the pettiness. The pettiness. The pettiness. The pettiness. Anyway, we we welcome. Hey, I love that. I love that. We welcome um, our special guest, Shariah Anderson. Um, Shariah is just an amazing person, um, and is multi gifted. Um, and is a passionate preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, Shariah is thriving in the kingdom and as well in the secular world. Shariah uses her voice to impact every person she comes in contact with. Above all, Shariah's greatest accomplishment is seeing that the people of God are healed, delivered, and set free. What I love about Shariah is that when I've had the chance to experience her ministry through prayer um, and her not only her prayer ministry but her preaching ministry, um, and not only her prayer and preaching ministry, but I've been able to break bread with Shariah. Um, and the way that she acts um, in the pulpit, in prayer, um, and at the table is the same, um, but it's in different aspects. And she's learned um, how to thrive and how to um, have a life outside of the pulpit, uh, but to have critical conversations, uh, to be able to um, articulate um, what she wants to do in life. Uh, Shariah is an avid reader. Uh, she studies theology. We had that conversation uh, when I met her. And so I'm just excited, uh, Shariah. We're excited uh, to have you on the Glasshouse podcast um, because we know that you're going to give something to our people that's going to be amazing. So, Keenan, um, if yep, you yep. can open us up um, and just let's, let's, let's chat with our guests. We're not oh, going to give her a hand clap and tell her, welcome to the Pope. <laughs> I mean, can, can you give the sound effect? I mean, please, uh, he, everybody, he Shariah, always, Shariah, always. Shariah, everybody. There we go. Come on. Please give it up. Thank you. Hello, thank you. everybody. So happy Hello, to have everybody. you. Thank you for the claps. Thank you for the claps. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> so, right, we, as you can see, we're a little uh, all over the place. I think that's why our uh, our listeners love us because uh, we try to keep it real, but then at the same time, um, you know, we laugh and we joke. Uh, so, yeah. to start this thing off tonight, we're talking about creativity tonight. We're talking about developing creativity. Uh, we're talking about how to get in touch with that, right? And for us as young adults, it seems like we're the ones having that conversation the most, right? It seems like we're the ones having that conversation the most, which is really, really great. No problem at all. The question that I have for you is, in your own words, how would you define creativity, right? And then how does it show up in your life, right? That's a great question. Um, I would say for me, creativity is literally um, the different parts of me that I embody that I believe the world needs to experience. Um, so, you know, I'm creative in different ways. Um, how I creatively preach is different than how I creatively um, do marketing and branding because I'm trying to convey something to a different demographic of people. Um, for one, I'm trying to get them saved and in, in, into heaven. The other group, I'm trying to um, cause their business to go to the next level. But whatever um, way that is, my creativity is whatever is on the inside of me in my mind, um, what I see, what I hear, um, is it coming out um, and it being conveyed to the world at large in whatever type of way is delivered. Now, also, have you, um, so with creativity, right, it's fun, it's great. Sometimes uh, we think of things in our mind that doesn't convey well to other people, right? True. Or we may not know how they may look at it, right? What is kind of your your thought process, right, when, when you're trying to take it off of that piece of paper and bring it into real life? What is your thought process to not, um, to, to, to give your all, but also not, uh, cutting back from who you are to to push out that creativity. If that, that makes a good sense. question, Keenan. Come on, Doc. That's, that's a good great. question. <laughs> um, that's a great question. Um, me personally, um, I'm very visual. Um, and um, I hear a lot. Um, audibly. Um, so like I can like hear like a sound, and I'll be like, oh, if I put that with something else, like, and I would make a logo out of it, literally just from something I heard. Which you know, a lot of people are not like that. They're very very solely visual, or um, you know something uh, by practice, whether it be writing something or practicing drawing me, I can hear things or see things. And then that's how, you know, grab that inspiration. But a lot of times your average person um, conveying what I heard to them right, won't right. necessarily come out like I heard the wind blow a certain way. And I think that this will be great for your next campaign. So yeah. really um, for me, I do um, something called um, skeleton um, and other people, you know, call, call it outlines. I call it a skeleton because there's a lot more moving parts that are needed to make things work. So in the skeleton, I'll have, you know, um, at the brain part, my ideas um, uh, and in the, in the chest part, I'll have, you know, what they feel like is the heartbeat of their company. And then from there, getting to the hand so that it can work, kind of putting that together because we know, you know, the brain controls everything. Um, but if the other parts are not functioning, um, what you need to happen won't happen. So when I do those um, skeletons, it really allows people to um, hear and see what I'm hearing and seeing in a way that um, is relevant to them and what will be most beneficial to them. Because this is the truth. If it's not beneficial to somebody, they could care less about how creative you are, yeah. um, how great you are, how amazing you are. If you don't put it in, in a way that's um, relevant and applicable to them, then it won't matter. So I do my best to, you know, even as 
out of the boxes I may be in some moments, um, you know, bringing it in to where it's relatable to the person that I'm either, you know, I'm doing work for or doing a consultation with just so everybody can win. Listen, can we get a hand clap for that one? That was really good. Please, man. Was really Wait a minute. Now you guys are asking for him, but you disrespect me. You disrespect me. Don't worry about it. There you go. Clap for that. 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 You can't disrespect me and then ask for my hand claps. Like what? So I want to I want to go back to I want to revisit a little bit of what uh, you both shared. Particularly, I want to dial it back a little bit because I don't think we got into the the goodest the good part of what it is you do uh, and why it's important to the culture and why it's important to you. So I want you to dial back a bit, Shariah, and talk okay. about what it is that you do. Uh, and what got you into doing that transit, not necessarily switching from one thing to the, the other, but where it is you are and what it is you do. Okay. Um, so I am, um, my name is Shariah Anderson. I'm a digital, um, and I do digital marketing and brand and marketing strategy. Um, I have a company called, um, Anderson creative group, which is a full service digital, um, marketing agency. Um, we do everything from graphics all the way to ads, SEO, SMO, website design, pretty much anything your business would need to survive in the digital space. Um, we provide now, of course I have some specialties, which are definitely website design, um, SEO. Um, I'm really just now getting like knee deep into, um, ads, um, because that's a whole different world in itself. Um, but definitely the specialty of Anderson Creative Group is graphics, web design, um, and SEO. And I got into that. Um, actually, I went to school, um, undergrad um, for business admin. Yeah, business admin and um, marketing. But my minor was in marketing. So it wasn't really, you know, the strongest suit. But then um, as I progressed, maybe like my sophomore year, um, in undergrad, I was like, you know, I don't per se want to, you know, work in an office or, you know, something like that. I really want to help people's businesses and personal brands grow, um, which came from me organically um, growing my social media, growing my following um, through videos, regular posts, motivational posts, things like that. So that content creation piece is what really led me into really taking marketing seriously. I really want to steal Colin's question, but I'm not going to do it. No, you won't. Question- <laughs> hey, Wait, um, shout out to school. What school did you go to? Um, Lindenwood University. Um, and well, it's no longer open. The location that I um went to um is in a small city called Belleville, Illinois. That's 25 uh, minutes outside of St. Louis, Missouri. So it's just a little college town. Um, but yes, I went to Lindenwood University. Listen, all right, great, great, great. Listen, Listen, were you like the college counselor? What colleges do you go to? Like, what is, what is no, we got to support our colleges. Anybody going Absolutely. to college? Listen, but who, who, went, to, but who went to HBCU? You? Of course, me. And what I college did to him? I went okay. to Morehouse. What? Okay, so just because, but, um, just that's, because I can't, I agree. I agree. So just because you went to a Kenan white school, and I agree. Keenan, okay. I agree. Like, I went to Point University. Matters at all. I mean, Grady, please. Anyway, Shariah, okay. thank you for thank you for thank you for that, Shariah. This this has been a wonderful. And just wonderful hold on, sidebar. I definitely yes. wish that I would have went to an HBCU. Okay, you have to comply to the nonsense. You have to comply to the nonsense. For those who are listening, go to an HBCU if you can. Okay, yeah, please go. Whatever, please go. Change your life. Change your life. So I want to ask this question. Um, so Charles Duhigg. In his book, The Power of Habit, um, everybody should really purchase that book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, uh, D-U-H-I-G-G. Um, he talks about like 
this scientific study that really tries to get at why we do things. Like, why do we do things the way that we do them? Yeah. Um, and he's getting at like how this is creating habits. One of the examples is like how when you first learn how to drive, you consciously think about putting like opening the door, getting in the car, putting on your seatbelt, closing the door. The, the longer you begin to drive, the longer you begin to do um, that thing that you had to once learn how to do, that is handle a um, a vehicle that is uh, this huge, uh, 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 massive amount of steel. That's what a car is. You unconsciously begin to open the door, get in the car and put on your seatbelt and crank up your car. And he even suggests that we unconsciously begin to drive because we've done it for so long. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you, as a creative, um, what are the ways in which you have um, you have developed healthy habits? Um, and what are some unhealthy habits as a creative that you've had to um, gut out of your daily routine in your life? That is a great question um, because one of the biggest hurdles, um, even like talking with, um, you know, people who want to know about, you know, entrepreneurship, you know, having a business, a lot of them, that's the first question they ask, like, you know, how do you stay on task? Um, you know, what habits do you have um, that have uh, assisted in your growth and development? And I would say one um, one habit that I've made very, very, very like it, it's it's. It's, it just comes at this point um, without even um, thinking about it is I affirm who I am first, um, like literally every day. And it was not always like that. Um, there yeah. was definitely a point in time where I wasn't I was very unsure of who I was. So everything I did in life was unsure. So I would mm. like, you know, put my hand out and be like, oh, well, I can't do that because you know, somebody else does that. Or, you know, if I do this, people may look at me in a certain light because that's not what they're used to. So, um, I would second guess every decision, even when it came to, um, you know, building my brand, building my business, even my ministry, everything was set. I did everything and would overanalyze all that type of stuff. So I had to literally force myself to start affirming, um, who I was and what was, um, uh, over my life. Um, and as I did that, I made a kind of decision when you wake up in the morning, you go look in the mirror and you tell yourself everything literally, um, that God says that you are, because that's how you start drowning out the noise of what people may say. Um, so that, um, led me to, begin to say, okay, if I know I have to wake up in the morning and I brush my teeth, all that, you know, I have to have a conversation with myself in the mirror. As long as I don't talk back to myself out of the mirror, we're all good. Um, so as I did that, um, then I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be scheduling this and then I need to schedule my day because the worst thing to do is to be creative and live in chaos and be all over the place. Um, so I started saying, okay, from 9 a.m. to noon, I'm going to only do creative work. I'm not going to take any meetings. I'm not going to do any of that because people will pull on you as long as you let them. Um, So I block out that time. Like that's not even available um, to take meetings unless, you know, it's a big bag. Um, And then, you know, I'll definitely. (laughs) We changed the schedule for the big bag. Big facts, right? (laughs) That's good. That's good. So I did that. And then um, just like on a more personal on level because I believe as creatives, we, you know, thrive, you know, making money, you know, posting on social media, but a lot of us suffer privately. I wanted to make sure 
that on a personal tip, I took out time for myself out of the week that even if I just watch Netflix, even if I just drive around, even if I just do something that's a hobby of mine, then I'm going to do that at least once a week so that I'm not, you know, burning out that I'm not getting, you know, snappy with people because it's very easy to do that when you don't take time for yourself. Um, now, unhealthy habits um, that I have, one is I will literally work until three, four in the morning. And like, cause once an idea is in my head, I have to get it out. And if it's not coming out, I'm not going to stop. And I realized um, that just as, you know, on the, in the daytime when the sun is out, you know, I have to be cognizant of my schedule. I don't want to be somewhere passed out um, in the name of, you know, getting this project out or making sure that it's perfect. Um, because one thing I've learned is that nothing will ever be perfect because there's always room for something to develop more. Um, so the time that I'm spending trying to make everything, you know, perfect and being nitpicky, I can be resting and, you know, rejuvenating my mind to be able to have fresh ideas when I wake up. Um, so in summary, because I have a lot of like different habits that like go into um, who I am day to day. Um, but one uh, last thing that I've started doing just over the last like two months, as far as like my diet and eating, because as a creative sitting at the mm -hmm. computer all day, you know, I'm not a snacker. I'm a, I'm a mealer. I'm just going to eat a meal and call it a day. Come on, Matthew Grady. Eat. Let's go. I, the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. I don't leave none on the plate, boy. <laughs> I don't does. eat snacks. So like I I'm a would, grown man. I ain't work, no snacks. <laughs> <you know. laughs> but I would literally work until 9 p.m. and not eat. Or I would like eat randomly and then my whole day be thrown off and I'm trying to eat again at midnight and it's not healthy. So that's definitely one bad habit that I had that um, I've been very, very, very intentional about breaking. It's like, okay, at 12 o'clock, you need to cook whatever you're going to eat for lunch and then make enough so that if you're going to be working in the evening, you can eat it for dinner as well. Um, if it's not Taco Tuesday and I'm going out for three, you know, tacos, then no, outside no of that, yeah, <laughs> outside of no that, no outside no of no that, I've been, you know, real conscious about like meal prepping and doing stuff like that just to keep myself on schedule and on pace. So yeah, I, I gather, like, so I want to ask one question, Kyle. One question. <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's nothing ghetto. Why y'all always laughing like I'm trying to be a jokester? It's something serious. No, seriously, all jokes aside, that is, out of all you said, something I took away from it, honestly, was that affirmation has a lot to do with activation. So for yeah. someone who is listening, who do uh, who has engaged the power of affirmation, what do you say when you do speak to yourself about what you will manifest versus the fact that you don't always see it when you say it? So, True. you know, what do you do in the middle of I said it, but I don't see it? So if affirmation and activation are equally connected, then what about the fact that when you see it, you don't say it? So how in the world do you like what do you do in the middle of waiting when you don't see what you said? So in the yeah, middle I ask of better questions. Thank you. Keenan's looking at me funny. But <laughs> 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 no, Colin's like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> um, This is the truth. I grew up, um, up until my sophomore year in college, I um, played basketball. Um, so I'm an athlete by nature. Um, I was a three-sport athlete in high school, um, all of that. So there's a part of me that understands um, processes in order to get to a certain space. And that, you know, um, the hardest thing for me was like, it was this one move that I knew if I, like, if I accomplished, then, you know, I was going to be untouchable because I already had a three out of this world. I already had handles, but I was always shorter than everybody else. I'm barely five, four. A lot of people don't know that because I wear a lot of high shoes or heels or something like that. Um, but I'm barely five, four. Um, so I'm like, you know, there has to be a way for me to get around these people because, you know, these six foot trees that I'm coming up against, I can't all of the, I can't all the time you know, jump higher than them. Um, so 
learning techniques like that really taught me the importance of embracing processes, even when they don't work at first. And I know for a lot of people, that's way easier said than done. For me, it was as well. Um, but having that go get it mentality that even though I don't have it right now, I know that in three months time, if I really push myself, I'm going to be where it is that I need to be. Like, I'll be totally honest. Um, anybody knows me knows I'm very transparent. There were moments last year where I was like, dang, like all I have is noodles. Like, cause I haven't made any money. Um, people haven't paid their invoices or, you know, I'm in between projects and I'm still doing the work for the projects, but you know, um, how certain things are set up is, is different. So I'm like, bro, like I'm not going to sit here and eat noodles. So even bro, though right now, cheese, I, bro, like run me my bread. Like, <laughs> all I have, if all I have right now is this pack of noodles, I'm going to keep working until I'm able to go to Roof Chris when I feel like it, even though their wow. steaks are horrible. But, yeah, you know, right, there you go. we agree. We agree. <laughs> Shameless Why do you have to pay for steak? everything separately? Like, I don't like that. Like, I want my food together, Shameless bro. Shameless plug for their stuffed well, chicken breast. You know. But um, <laughs> it's, it yeah. is good, but it still don't come with <laughs> the green good. beans or the mac and I'm sick hey, of that. Hey, when you go to high end restaurants, you buy it separate. So you think I don't yeah. go to high end restaurants often? So I go I'm to not Long, saying that. I go to Longhorn, and you got something to say. You got something to say about Longhorn. It's Yellians. It's those Yellians. Like, we stop shaming Ruth Chris. Yeah, the steaks are not the best. But then we're talking about the size. I mean, we don't care what he says. Well, what I think what Shariah was trying to get at was consistency is key, right? Consistency. Also, people paying you your worth. Like, people, you know, I think people appreciate Give me my money. Yeah. And that. And I, and honestly speaking, when you work in service based um, jobs, it can be very difficult to be like, oh, can I are they really going to pay if I, you know, do, if I send this proposal because somebody else really is willing to do it for five dollars and, you know, and a testimonial. Me, on the other hand, once I learned my value, even though I may not be a guru. I'm not a self-proclaimed master at this. I still add value to your business. I'm about to make you money. So, yeah. you know, learning that, I'm like, yeah, we can't do this because I don't even like noodles. So why am I saying, you know, I'm just not even going to do this to myself. Um, So I had to realize, like, you have to go beyond um this, pl- this place right now because you already know where I already know where I can go. I know what I can do. Um, so just getting to that and mentally focusing and buckling down and saying, even though I don't see it right now, does not mean that tomorrow can't, can't, uh, cause me to see everything that I've written down, everything that I've been, um, working towards, everything can change in a day, everything can change in a minute. So having, keeping that in mind, that keeps me from being discouraged a lot of times when things don't pan out the way that I per se may want them to immediately. Yeah, um, I think that's so important. Um, thank you for sharing that, um, Matt. If you owe you her money, run her her cheese, that. bro. Like run people their money. Run her money. Like I'm so sick I'm of that. Start sending out civil suits. Run like <laughs> I mean, do it. Cease <laughs> I need my coin. I need my cheese. Don't nobody know about missing coins. It's Matthew Grady. You understand what I'm telling? Oh boy! Like I had my season. Like I used to be a fake graphic designer back in the day. Like so, I used to. I used to be designing people's stuff and I don't even do that. Like I don't no matter what, I don't even design stuff for people. No and it's crazy because we'll we'll give we'll give <laughs> it's funny, but y'all know I'm serious. We'll give and I thought I was pretty good too. <clears throat> you know, we'll we'll give up on things that we are passionate about because people yes. create unnecessary pit stops, right? Yeah, uh and yeah. we and I think most of that also, like you just said, you you mentioned something that was really good. We live in an ever-changing, inconsistent era. So instead of people are valuing worth, they value price. 
So it's an area in which wherever I can find the cheapest and the lowest quality, I got the product out. But I think product with no process doesn't produce any purpose. So I think we just kind of go wherever we If they cheap a child, I'm going to go with her. I'm, and then here's, here's what we got to do better, y'all, as millennials. And you know, we all have done this before. We don't go back and update people that we changed our mind. You know how you hit somebody up that and you be like, part, I want to do something. Go to Keenan and look at Keenan look at I wish I could see Keenan on this part. No, that like, he part. ain't never did that. Like, I say, like I, that. you know, That's out of respect. What? What you don't do, Keenan? I mean, my, me, myself, personally, I don't think I've ever done that unless it was like a relationship or something like that. But what about I'm you and the relationships? Thank God you're married now. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Anyways, run people they bread. Hey, bro, we, got like. off, we got off track. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is good because somebody is owed money here. Lift your hand. Somebody is owed money. (laughs) But no, Shirai, speaking on that, this is a great, this is a wonderful question. Colin's just trying to make it seem like we don't misbehave all the time, but it's okay. We're going to have her again and we're going to do the same thing. Go ahead. Seeing that you are a preacher and a creative, I think think this is where we get to the point of, I heard somebody say something today. Just because you're my friend and I got a business, I don't have to give you a discount. Because you're gonna give Rihanna her money, so give me my money, and that's so great. I don't know what bro. Rihanna the got bars, in there, bro. but this is, but it's so important. Like, <laughs> like why do why do we always feel like oh I know you, we cool, we best friends. Let me give we you only, five. Only and you know, I remind 20. you that you owe me money. You owe me money. So with that being said, you having your own business, being a preacher, I'm sure, I am certain that folk have said, right, you know, uh, we cool. Or you know your family, you a preacher, adjunct my program, give me this discount or do this for me or do it for me for free. And even though people don't say that bluntly, people's actions say that and they act different. They get flaky when you when you when you put your foot down about what 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 belongs to you, because this this is a real problem. So how do you how do you keep that thin line between this is my business um, this money. is business matter and not for God. It's for God, but you're gonna pay me for it. I think because we have to, we have to talk about that. He got a you bold know? spirit today in it, Doc. Coming through swinging, boy. It's, I didn't even know this was. This. I thought that I thought that Black Lives Matter whiteness getting stirred up, boy. But this right here, boy. This right here, boy. This right here, boy. <laughs> Keenan, please go kill. He is turning the gate, cuz. All of that for God are, stuff. This is just your business. <laughs> Absolutely. You all are hilarious. Shirai, um, come back when we start talking about whiteness. Boy, he go crazy. This ain't nothing here, John. He is, <laughs> oh, this, he's slow to anger now today. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth. Me in church, I know you mentioned, and it was so sweet, um, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, I'm I'm really, I'm what I'm you see is what you get. Here. But me, when it comes to business, honestly, I've never had any issues with doing work with people that I know. My issues have came from people that I did not know that were referred that, that, you know, I was recommended referred because people who know me know that, um, I don't play at all. And, you know, I will be very sweet. I will be very nice. But when it comes to you playing with me, my time, um, all of that, I don't play. Um, and things can go a a thousand ways left really, really quick. The moment you want to play in my face. You be cussing. Um, So, <laughs> Listen, it, might, it might slip out. You, you can't follow up with me, okay? It might slip out. See, I'm gonna tell it you like why you already, you already know. <laughs> you try yeah. if you wanna. I sent somebody a message today. I said I will have my legal representative reach <laughs> out. I don't have no lawyer, so I said I will have my legal representative. <laughs> 
cuss you up. Try it if you wanna. So, now, you know, college, you know, you done said some words on podcast. No, you've said some stuff on podcast. <laughs> because that, that was that, that, we, that was season one was bad. That's I was ooh, really shocked. That's it was, what about, I had. it was about that it was about that little short dude in South Carolina, but we're not going there. Oh, we're not going there. <laughs> don't you do that to me, Doc. Well yeah, Sharai, sometimes you got the tail phone. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely have to let people have it. Sometimes it's necessary. Um, um, I actually tell people all the time. Sometimes people need um, need to, you know, get checked really good. And some people, you know, and I'm not one for for violence like that. But some people really just need to get beat up one good time to, you know, help develop their character. No, give you Um, bug, right? I promise you, I'm gonna get Miles to add that part right there. No, give you bug. I promise you, that's gonna be in this podcast episode. Now, me now, like I'm not the same Shariah like in high school that would be ready to pop off and all that. So I try to, you know, not go that route. But at the end of the day, um, I would tell anybody, make sure your contracts are tight because that will save you a lot of that trouble. Um, and as much as possible now, um, because I know I'm going to deliver, um, we're not going to do, okay, you do the work first and then we pay you after. No, 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 baby, no, baby, no, we're not going to do that. I'll bleep you again, Collins, please. (laughs) But yeah, keep those contracts tight and make sure, even if you're not going to do hundred percent up front, because just to keep that, you know, trust there, if it's 50% up front, you know, whatever the, however you set up your percentages, make sure that everybody has skin in the game so that you don't get burned. Because when you get burned, then that's when you want to fight. And then that's you when you got to cue nuck if you buck right there. Yeah, no, that's so true. I think a lot of us yeah. uh, need to learn um, when we show that we're serious, people will get it, right? Uh, but you got to show that from input. And also, for everybody listening, watch who you do stuff for free for, right? Most times when we're first starting out, we do a lot of free stuff. Go yeah, preach right? for free. Yeah. Pay me what you right. want, Doc. Come on now. We Pay go preach for free. We go sing for free. I, I dare somebody. I dare somebody. I can't sing, so I don't have that. Come somewhere for free, yeah. man. Please, but, oh, man. <laughs> but we have to watch. We have to watch those who really want to help cultivate our gifts in those beginning stages, and some of those people who are just waiting for us to get bigger and bigger and bigger, so they can continue to leech and leech and leech. Right. Uh, so yeah, watch out. Watch out for those things, guys. Kenan, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that was that was good because I think people people find a way to take advantage of you, right? Like people try to find a way to take advantage of you when they act like the food on your table ain't so good, but then they realize they can't eat this good nowhere else. Right. Yeah. You know, people yeah. find every excuse yeah. to go eat off somebody else's table uh, when what you provided was good from the beginning. So it's like, you know, I guess I guess I've learned how to not compartmentalize, but I've learned when to say no. You know, yeah, like I've learned when, definitely. like I learned when to hold it, when to fold it, when to let it go, because I got a problem. When to walk away. Yeah. Well, I didn't walk away. Cause buddy stole me that money for that video he recorded for my wedding. That man ain't ran my cheese yet. Cause tell me I owe him $500. He always bro. get in death threats because he always calls people's name. We know who you're talking about, bro. <laughs> Eric, that's what I'm talking about. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, please. <laughs> Bro, that's my, my bread, bro. Like, don't play with me. He gets into fights. He gets into fights on this podcast. Legal representative. <laughs> <laughs> and I had my legal representative call him today, actually. Hey, Mr. Grady. I don't got no lawyer, so I had to call him a legal. Mr. Grady wants his money. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a long so episode, and I'm cool with it. But that's but good. No, it's it's real. But I want I want to ask a real question. I want to ask a question because this is good. This is so amazing. So, 
there is honestly somebody going to listen to this podcast, and therefore there is someone listening right now. Uh, you know, our whole season three is about self-development, right? We're talking about making ourselves better and stepping out on faith uh, and doing what it is that you've been entrusted to do. And, and that leads me to this next question. And that is uh, somebody, somebody is afraid to bet on themselves right now. Uh, somebody somebody has the willpower, but they don't have the resources. Uh, somebody's got the desire, but they just they just don't have enough to walk out and say, I'm going to bet on me. I'm going to leave my nine to five or I'm going to walk away from that ministry and go to another. Whatever it is, somebody's afraid to take a chance on them and what they have been given because they're afraid or because somebody else didn't work. Uh, or what they did didn't work necessarily. So the question that I want to ask you is, what would you say to somebody right now who's afraid to bet on them? And why is betting on Shariah the, one of the best things you ever did? Um, I would... I came through dripping, didn't I? Yeah, I know. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Go ahead. I would tell... I would tell anybody um, that the, the, only, the worst thing that can happen if you bet on yourself is that that one thing does not work out and then yeah. you can regroup and try again. And if that doesn't work, you can regroup and try again because the truth is, you know, you can spend 10 years wondering what if um, when you could have been gone in year one and be experiencing what, what, you know, honestly was purpose for you to happen. What was purpose to happen in your life? Um, so betting on yourself is, is not so much of, at least for me, like, oh, I got to, you know, do this to prove to people that I can be successful and that, you know, I can be out on my own and that I don't need anybody. Um, but betting on me is more so about, you know, the, the fact that, you know, I know that my purpose is greater than being boxed into one small space. And the longer I box myself in, the more I'm holding myself back from experiencing everything in life that's for me to experience before I die. I don't want to die like with a whole bunch of regrets and like feeling empty, feeling, you know, like all the shoulda, woulda, couldas. That's not how I want to die. I want to die like I literally did everything that I could possibly do. I experienced everything I could experience, good and bad. Um, I had some high victories and I had some low defeats. But regardless of what it was, I went through it and I know that I did everything possible to live a life that of course, first is pleasing to God. And secondly, that, that people can say like, you know, she lived a life that was worth living. I don't want to just exist. Um, I come from, I come from a family of people who just literally existed and just worked in, you know, steel mills. And, you know, my grandmother was actually, um, <clears throat> and she's still alive today. Her family were sharecroppers in Mississippi. Like, so just, Living a life for somebody else where you have no um, say so, no control over, you know, your day to day life, you know, seeing people be lynched and, and all that type of stuff that that resonated with me growing up, hearing all of that. Um, and I knew that, man, there has to be something way better for me to experience. Um, there has to be something that I can add to the world that when I die that, you know, I'm just not another grave. I'm I'm just not, you know, I'm I'm just not here. Yeah. Um so that has always been my driving force like if I I know I can get a job right now at a factory. I know I can get a job right now at McDonald's or wherever the case may be. And no and you know, if that's what you have to do for your right now to get where you're trying to go, then I absolutely say do that. But that shouldn't be the end goal to at least if you're a creative. It should not be the end goal that I'm going to be comfortable here, that I'm going to be content here doing something that one I'm going to end up sick I'm going to end up with my back broken. You know, my mom worked for GM for what, 17, 18 years. A gun fell. 
the ceiling laying on her head, she had an aneurysm, a brain aneurysm. Wow. So when you're doing, you know, all these things and they never took care of her, went to court, all of that. And they, cause they uh, so happened when in like 08, 09, when, you know, they had that crash and they, you know, did all that. She never was able to be compensated to the, to, to the extent of her injuries. To this day, she has migraines. To this day, she's still not able to function the way that she used to be able to. And I said, man, no, nah, forget that. Then people do not care about you. Those people, if you die today, you're replaced today. Yeah. Like, so I knew betting on me was the only option to have a better um, life, a, a, a legacy, um, something to leave my kids more than, you you're know, pregnant. just. You're pregnant? <laughs> don't follow me up. What? Don't follow me up. Don't. Why would you say? Don't follow me. Man, Disclaimer: please. No, no, I'm not pregnant. No, I'm not don't follow me. You shouldn't even have to say that. Don't follow me. Why would you? Right, you shouldn't even answer that, baby. We, what? Like you get? Oh my god! He gets so out of the way. I mean, oh my god! When this episode come out, we're gonna have so many women that's Jesus. gonna be like, it's I liked it up until the point Matthew said. It's always the ones from Savannah, on, right? It's up. always us it's from always Savannah, Savannah that just get really Ooh, ratchet. That's that's Savannah crew. I don't fool up with them. Well, you know, Keenan Ke- is from Savannah, and you talking Ooh. trash about us, like, Sharia, Savannah crew. Ooh, you love downtown. <laughs> Mm, See, Shariah, don't trouble. you want to come here more often? Don't you want to come here more often? No, you want to, you want to come here. I'm not sure at this point, but no. Well, come on, <laughs> man! Come on! I just, I, I just, I want to, I just want to put this in there because, because Shariah, you said some, you said something really good. I said this today: living life on someone else's terms robs you of God's best for you. Yeah. And oftentimes, we, not even somebody else, we rob ourselves of God's best for us. Right, because it is easier to walk where you've always been and never to walk where your feet has not treaded upon. It's easier. It's easier to walk a path that you've always walked. And 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 it's so important being being black, being young, being here gifted, go. to be young, gifted and black. Here you go, here you go. To be young, gifted yeah, and man. black. There you go. In white America. There, there you go, right there. It's right? over. All right, right? Shirai, I thank mean, you for coming. No, seriously. I mean, seriously speaking, you know, it's it's hard enough existing. Yeah. We 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 know family members. We have personal stories of folk who have worked all their lives, who have worked all their lives for 20, 30, and 40 years, and the only type of pay increase they've received um is getting a bonus for Christmas. Right? Right? So, I mean, we we we've experienced you know, people not living in the fullness of their lives because nobody's told them that there's something beyond this place that you've always known. I think that is I think that is so imperative for us to really chase after it. I know we're going to talk about finances and stuff later in the season. Um, but I mean, you know, it's not normal, Keenan, to be in your 20s and for you and your wife to buy a home. It, it's it's not normal. Right. For it's not it's not a norm that we hear about for black men to marry the women that they love. Yeah. I I, I'm, I, I just want to talk about to, to marry women that they love. <laughs> he's in his lane now, he's in his their lane. families. That's that's not normal. All yeah. that we see on TV, all that our all, all that our siblings and our younger cousins, all they see is that we're dead or in jail. 
right? Yeah. And so for us to take that journey to, to really, to really bet on ourselves, right? When the world is betting that you fail, for you to bet on yourself, oh, it's an act of faith. That's 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 all. I, that's that's my contribution today. That, that's, that's you made contribution. a contribution, Kenny. You have a contribution? Because no, I'm Thomas good, man. Listen, continue Thomas to bet on yourself. I promise you, nobody's going <laughs> to believe in you like you do. So continue. It's crazy because we spent the last couple episodes saying how important it is to bet on you. Like I think that's just our theme this year. I was telling Kyle yeah. that earlier. I think yeah. you know because no one. We said it earlier. No one's coming to save you, right? Nobody's coming to do anything. And I think that this episode has revealed anything to us. It's revealed. That uh, that all of us have been given a measure of talents. All of us have been given a measure of gifts, and even if it takes you a minute to figure it out, I, I remember somebody said something so good to me the latter part of last year. When you're clearer about your calling, you go further faster. I'm gonna say it again. When you're clearer about your calling, you go further faster. Now, granted, all of us are 25 years old, but imagine just a bit of how different where we are or what we have in our hands would be different if we learned what we were created for sooner. Now, here's the thing. We got so much more to learn in life, right? We've got a ton more to learn. We've got a lot of more things to accomplish in our lives. I think we're really just getting started, y'all. But most importantly, imagine how much stupid money you spent. Just if we were clearer about our calling and what we would soon need our money for. We know, you know, if I knew I would have been having a wedding, get married, I would have saved so much money that I just spoiled and wasted, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses. And I don't even know who the Joneses is, you know, but you your and, I, and I, would, I would add that part to this. And Keenan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, certain friendships will cause you to front. And you will spend more money than you got. But that's another conversation for another day. Yeah. You know, but it, it's yeah. so important to bet on you, right? So, Shirai, what do you think about uh, this episode? And thank you for coming. You know, we. Yes. I think this I think this episode was amazing besides, you know, my my unknown pregnancy. Right. Um, that, don't shade. Don't shade. Don't shade. Don't follow. With, you know, you got a college right, anointing right you. now. We and Listen, we and he's shading with him. And it's not cool. It's not cool. But, but yes, um, I definitely um, enjoy this conversation. Um, I think anytime we're able to assist people in their growth and development, I think it's time um, that's definitely worthwhile, um, worth spending. So I definitely enjoyed this conversation. You guys are hilarious. We funny. Thanks so much, Sharon. We, we really we funny. We funny ain't it? We funny us. ain't it? Yeah, we funny ain't it? Just, just we funny like just just come just say you'll come back. If you say you will come back, then we'll let you go today. Just say you'll come back at some point. Wow, I will definitely come back. Thank Thank you so, so you'll much. come back. You'll come back next time. Right. Anytime we call, you'll come back and <laughs> maybe before the season ends, you'll come back and you'll 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 come back and you'll say good things about us to people. Right? <laughs> you tell them that. We don't I'll say good things. You tell them that we about everybody except you. <laughs> well, I mean, ah! I'm, I'm I'm not a good person. I cuss a lot. I'm not a He's good person. He's not. But, so, you know, he's I'm not, not going to even, I'm, I mean, he's not glass off podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. anyways, tell the people where they can find you on social media, where they can connect with your business. Um, and tell them again, it's for those of what, those who just, you know, some people like to get on podcasts, just skip to the middle. They don't even want to hear the whole thing. So again, sure. tell them what it is you do and where can they find you and tell them they got to pay too. Don't be scared and tell them, pay your money. Who do owe you? All right. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, on social media, um, my Instagram is at I, the letter I am slam underscore on Instagram. On Facebook, it's Shariah Anderson. 
uh, on YouTube is Shariah Anderson. Um, my website is www.shariahanderson.com. And that has both my, it has one side that's um, for my business. Another side is for ministry. Um, I have, again, um, I am the CEO um, and lead designer for Anderson Creative Group, which is a full service digital marketing agency. Um, and if you need any work, um, as long as, you know, you're ready to pay and ready to do um, some high quality work that definitely pushes conversion. I'm just not going to make it look pretty, but we're going to get you some sales. Um, definitely reach out to me via my website um, and let's set up a discovery call. Discovery call. That's such fancy verbiage. Like, what? Come on. She ain't playing. If you owe Shariah, I'm going to say, please pay her. Uh, it's not cool to owe people their, their bleep, 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 bleep money. You know, just pay them their money. And, you know, True. she's a good person. And, you know, you should pay her. Like, it's not cool to not pay people. Yeah. So here we are, guys. Thank you so much for joining episode three of the glass house podcast do us a favor we're not asking for any money we're not asking for any sponsorships soon we will but right now we're just asking that you simply do one thing and that is share it with somebody the only question is if you really enjoy this you'll just simply do that for us share it with somebody tell them to listen and subscribe and download the glass house podcast season three is by far one of my best seasons already I'm just really excited about the content. I'm excited about the guests that are going to come forward. And I'm excited about the conversation that we'll continue to cultivate. So thank you guys so much for listening. Again, my name is Matthew. I'm Jarekis. Okay, y'all never can get that far. No, 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 no. Let's go back. I, I mean, geez, like you do this every week. Like, I mean. <laughs> Why are we still doing it this way? Why don't we have a recording that does it for us? We do, and we're going to play. I mean, is it not a part of the outro? I thought the right. outro was like the intro. Right. It's Matthew Jerkis Kane, and he doesn't get it every week. I mean, he's you know he's he, I mean he's a, he's a full time pastor. All right, come so, on, you know, come he's, on, let's do it. He's at the Methodist church hey, now, Matthew, so we can't go. get any commitment from him. Like has his church lapel on. He said, we go." We. I mean, that's all right. That's all right. I get that good hey. Methodist money. I, I learned my you lesson. Get that good you Methodist. That. Well, you so there's that. no money in holding this church. That's why I don't even go to church no more. I don't even try to go no more. Like, go ahead. I can't even I get paid. I don't even go no more. I don't even get paid. After that last you church, that last delegation, I don't yourself. go no more. I just stopped no, going. Speak for yourself. You ain't got I just stopped going altogether. I don't go even go no more. Like, well, I just go when I'm invited. Like, can't get no <laughs> hey, appreciation. Hey, Matthew, can you speak for yourself? You know, if y'all really want to hear me rant, go that last episode, episode one. I heard how bad I talked. Like, I talked about Episode one of like the I'm saying last episode of season one. Oh my gosh. They should lock you up for that episode. I mean, that you was, were terrible. Shirai, she knows she's gonna go listen to it. You know, I know I'm literally about to go <laughs> listen to it once we wrap. Yeah, the last and that's I had man, that was Shirai. Before you go judge Jesus. me, listen. I was in a very bad emotional spot. And I think I did too much venting. I was gonna delete it recently. I think yeah. I did too much venting on that episode. I was, I said, that mother, I was just cussing it out. I was, I was bad. <laughs> I was going off. Yeah, we knocked on. This is a Christian podcast. All right, guys. So let's try it again. So, <laughs> you know, so this is, so let's start over. So I'm, 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 <laughs> can you play the sound? Keep with the sound. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Go, 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 go. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Where did it go? It just flaked me. I thought, All right, listen. Thank no, bro, it, like, it really capped on me. Like, I didn't like that, bro. Like, that was that was yeah, thank you so I was much. ready for I mean, it. Your and controls it, don't work. Thank you so much. What happened, bro? Like, you might need to call Comcast on your Wi-Fi. Thank I you so much. Actually, don't come for me. I don't, you know, whatever. I don't care what you have to say about me. God is faith. God favors me. You me. My 
I don't know the words. I have been to church in a long time. My daughter, daughter, close it. Hey, close it. Hey, close it. So, everybody, thank you for listening to the Glass House Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Jarikus. And I'm Keenan. Right, Shariah, and Shariah. Go ahead and Shariah. And fake and like, Shariah. They fake like you on the team. I'm putting up my fingers like they're, they're, like they're going to be able to see it. I do it every oh. week. I'm be like this all in front of the camera. We're streaming this. What, what did TikTok say? This. I look like this. I look like this. What? <laughs> <laughs> I look like this. I look like this. Can't nobody see me. I look like this. <laughs> <laughs> I can take you and throw you so, away. So let, let's so let's do it. Let's do it again. Let's add Shariah. We might have to add her on the podcast. Let's try. So I'm Matthew, uh, Darikus, Keenan, and Shariah. Let's, let's try it again. It might, might right. be pretty good. Thank you for listening to the Glass House Podcast, everybody. My name is Matthew. Darikus. I'm Keenan. You know what? That was good. You're going you to wow, be all right. Episode amazing. four, five, six. Let me know, cuz. We're Thank streaming this on Facebook. All right, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I forgot, so I do look like this. I look like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We will listen and talk to you next week. Peace, fam. Peace. Peace.